This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as in popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from my home in Southern California. Don't trust the DB in apartment 23 for a boner mini episode featuring the pre-show from last night's Benson movie interruption at CineFamily in Los Angeles. My guests and I sat through and made jokes about Return of the Living Dead Part 2, a cluster show and shit fuck in which I actually appear as a bunch of zombies. I do not recommend it, unless you're watching it with some hilarious comedians and me. I'm taking the Benson Movie Interruption on the road with shows at the Sunray Cinemas in Jacksonville, Florida, where I'll be showing and interrupting RoboCop and Dirty Dancing on January 5th and 6th to Ocean's 13. More dates and cities to be announced. Check DouglasMovies.com for dates and links. 
Lots of tickets remain for my stand-up show in Phoenix at Stand Up Live on October 27th at 4.20 because that place is huge. Wear your costume to the show and go straight to the Halloween parties after, I say. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. Recently I tweeted, To prepare for his role in Looper, Joseph Gordon-Levitt had to spend six weeks at Smirk Academy. This has been Tweet Relief, tweets about movies. Now, enjoy the shitty iPhone recording of my incredible guests last night at CineFamily. And as always, traffic is a shithead. Not the Steven Soderbergh movie, the traffic that occurs in L.A. when show business shuts down a freeway to make a movie. Hey, everybody. (laughs) My name is Doug, and I love movies. I'm recording this for, in case I don't screw up and stop recording it at some point, if I'm successful in recording this, it will be, I will put it on my uh, podcast, because I think that, you know, it's hard to, people keep writing to me and asking, like, can you, why can't you let the rest of the country share your CineFamily shows, like, why can't you record it? It's like, well, because I like the audience reaction. Like, I wouldn't want to just sit in a room and say jokes with just us, you know? I like, I like having you guys here. That's the fun of it for me. And so to record you, then we would have to record the movie. We can't obviously get permission to just share the movie with people or if we try to charge for it or something. So, uh, so it's tricky, you know? People have suggested, well, what if the entire audience was wearing headphones? And I said, aside from how great that would look, that would be difficult. So I thought, you know, the very least I could do is uh, just share the part of the show that happens before uh, we start the movie, and then the listener can go ahead and watch that movie if they want to. (laughs) It puts them in the mood for it. Greg Proops has a podcast where he talks before the movie and you watch, you listen, you check out the movie if you want and then listen to the rest of the podcast where he talks about it a- afterwards. But uh, after this is over, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be ready to not be, uh, you know, doing this anymore. <laughs> I don't, there's no reason, I'm just saying I don't need to make the show longer. That's why this part is relatively short, then we watch the movie. We sit through the end credits, even though that's awkward every time. It's always weird sitting through the credits. We make occasional jokes about some stupid name that scrolls by. Uh, in this case, I happen to be one of the names that's going to scroll by. As uh, yeah, I think my credit is Special Zombie. So that's uh, rude. <laughs> before I became a zombie, and, uh, oh, I just wanted to tell a quick story, um, when we did, when I, the only thing I say backstage to the comedians, the very funny people that are going to be, uh, doing this with me tonight, the only thing I say to them backstage is, you know, let the movie, like, let's hear the dialogue in the movie, like, don't talk over the dialogue, and sort of, uh, you know, let, let the movie play, so that everybody understands what's happening, in case it's the first time you've seen the movie, and, we don't always show shitty movies, so it's it's nice it's nice to be able to tell you know oh you know you would want to know about the tesseract for instance in the Avengers because if we talked over it you'd get really confused because you, you, you got to hear that word a lot to know to know how serious they are about it. Um, <laughs> but so that's not the only instruction I give, and um, 
But sometimes a person can't help themselves. They, they, they're going to speak. Uh, they, they think it's a silent moment, and then, and then something brilliant might happen. And uh, we were watching Roadhouse in San Francisco. And uh, during the, the spoiler alert, during the big fight scene at the end, where Patrick Swayze rips a dude's throat out with his bare hand, in, and he's wearing pajamas at the time. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure if he's wearing pajamas. Karate pants at the very least. Shirtless for sure. Rips the dude's throat out. But seconds before that, when that dude thinks he has the upper hand, uh, one of my guests started to say something and I went, because then the guy on screen goes, I used to fuck dudes like you in prison. <laughs> Is that right? Did I get it right? Dudes like you? Guys. Guys like you. I knew I fucked it up. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. I don't want you to miss those kind of moments. Is the point of that story. And I'm showing Return of the Living Dead Part 2 not just because I'm in it, but also because it is October, and I like to stick to the theme that uh, Cine Family has been showing, selling out a different horror movie every night at midnight for the entire month. People are into it. I love it. Um, so, Return of the Living Dead happened. Return of the Living Dead the one with the uh, punk rockers, cult hit. Some would say great movie, others would say good enough. <laughs> I like it. Some of the acting is not good, but there's a couple of actors in it that are extremely funny, very funny sort of comedy team. Uh, Tom Matthews and uh, Karen, uh, Karen... James Karen. Thank you. Uh, and those two guys, so they're in this sequel and they're kind of, they're not as funny in the sequel as they were in the first one, but they give it their all. <laughs> but they're working with a guy who's hot off of directing Meatballs 2. <laughs> so, I don't want to disparage anybody, but here's the, most, here's the most amazing tidbit about this movie. I'll give you more tidbits throughout the movie. I will annoy you with, that's, um, that's me over there. That's because I played about a dozen different zombies throughout the course of the film. And, uh, but this movie was shot by, I have worked with, on an entire feature film, I had the pleasure of working with cinematographer Robert Ellswick, who went on to shoot every amazing Paul Thomas Anderson movie until, I don't know what happened with The Master, I guess they ended up falling out or something. But he shot all those other... Uh, the cinematography in all those movies is amazing. And, and this movie looks like shit, so... <laughs> so that guy, I don't know what he did, but uh, it was a very nice guy to work with, though, and maybe he was slumming and also just not trying at all. <laughs> Leonard Maltin gave it two stars. And other than describing the film, he basically just describes the part of the film, the only criticism in his entire review is awkward title. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit on November, November 8th. I believe it's a Thursday. 7.30. Maybe 8. Maybe 8.18 by tonight. 
I loved it as a kid. Does it hold up? Yes. We'll find out. Two people say yes. Ninety-eight <laughs> percent undecided. <laughs> Seriously, if you're undecided, just pull it out and decide. And I don't even know what I meant by it. Pull your head out. Pull your dick out. Pull your arm out and decide. Uh, um, let's get my co-interrupters out here. Hopefully they didn't walk away out of boredom. Please welcome Anthony Jeselnik, Chelsea Peretti, Zach Galifianakis, and Ed Helms. Microphones. Anthony Justinick is here, everybody. Uh, so when I asked you to do this, you said that this movie scared the shit out of you when you were a kid. I didn't believe it, but I said, "Come on down." I said it was my favorite horror, one of my favorite horror movies, the first zombie movie I ever saw, and I like loved it. And then after I said yes, I realized that I was talking about the one before this one. <laughs> And this is a horrible movie that I think Yeah, I was quite surprised. I was quite surprised that you like this so much. Because seriously, this, the biggest problem, as you'll find out soon enough, is that the child act, the child child actors in it are absolutely terrible. And so it sort of brings the whole idea. You know what's weird though is the kid in this movie is the same kid from Looper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I'll go back in time. We're forward in time being something good. That got like a reaction to something like a smart joke. <laughs> well, like, some people got it and they really appreciated it, but I worked out. I didn't get it. That's it, helps everybody. Good morning! Straight from the set of uh, Hangover 3. America needed another. <laughs> Pissed off because you took the free, you closed the highway. Apparently, we were on. Uh, it was mentioned on NPR that that we're shutting down highways, and that's true. <laughs> oh, okay. But but oddly, it's because the cast and crew of Hangover Three are really passionate about the bridge over Sepulveda Pass, <laughs> so that's what we're working on. Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought maybe you guys woke up and you were smoking the bandit. Like that's how hungover you were, that you were in a movie from a long time ago. <laughs> and about to jump over a, a bridge that's being built. Our other guests include <laughs> But uh, but thank you for making it, I do appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> Thrilled to be here, although You I guys are in a race with John McClane to be like in a series of movies where it's the most insane thing ever that the same shit keeps happening at the same time to the same person. This is, uh, it's, yes. It's always just like, is, hey, this is the sort of thing that happens. Hangover 3 is also Looper 2. <laughs> That's some shit I can't wait to see. Chelsea Peretti's here, host of... 
is a brand new podcast called Chelsea Peretti. Yes. Where people call her and she sings Michael Jackson to them. No, that's misleading. <laughs> that's people one of the things think, that happen. They're going to think it's way better than it is. Uh, <clears throat> I was stuck in some traffic too if you're interested. Oh, I'm really interested because I want to share the text you sent me about being stuck in traffic because I guess you... I forgot I was saying it to Siri, what to text, and I thought I was leaving a voice message. This is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. Hi, God, I'm in traffic. What are we doing? Honestly, it's crazy. I'm about to have a heart attack. I've been driving stupid traffic, holding your any traffic. That doesn't mean, oh my God, I'm landing at disbursement. I can't stop myself leaving this message. Sorry. That's like translated Japanese. Like, that's like subtitles in a Japanese movie that's supposed to be funny. My top phrase when yelling at other drivers is, What are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? Like, I can't. What is the plan now? (laughs) Details! Zach Galifianakis. I'm not anything over three. <laughs> they wake up and they're like, where did that guy go? <laughs> where is he? What's your character's name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think uh <laughs> I think we tested all of our mics. And uh Doug, you promised this movie's not scary. Oh, um... (laughs) If you think it's scary, you have my permission (laughs) to get up and leave. That's for me too, because I can't be scary. Yeah, just go out to the patio for a little while. Not allowed to be scary. And come back. Do you you ever watch Walking Dead on television? No. Because this shit is like... Have you ever gotten scared while you read the newspaper? Does the horoscope horoscope make you tremble? No. Do you wet yourself looking at the funny pages? Do they still have... Are there still funny pages? What's Hazel up to? Is that that a character? Dennis the Menace. (laughs) I think I meant Hagar the Horrible when I said Hazel. Hazel. Alright, so let's uh, let's do it, everybody. Thank you so much for coming out and enjoying... Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in.